if you give somebody a hammer, they can either use that hammer to bash a nail in the wall or they can use it to bash somebody over the head with it. You know, it's like hypnosis. If I give somebody the tool to use it for good, if they go and use it for bad, then, uh, you know, it's, it's really not good on us. Alrighty, guys. Welcome back to Inventive Radio. This week on the show, we had the legendary, uh, Australia's most famous, I believe, uh, hypnotist, Mark Anthony. Now, Mark Anthony, according to his good self, has uh, performed in front of crowds of 10,000. He's hypnotized people from all over the world into chickens and ducks and uh, Tom Hearns from Adventure Radios. But uh, more importantly, guys, he's just a really, really good, good dude with a with a very... I guess, uh, almost science-based understanding of what hypnotism, hypnotism actually really is. So people just see all the, all the, uh, the, the, you know, the comedy and the, the funny stuff, but, uh, there is actually a little bit of science to support, um, support hypnotism. And we had a lot of that talk. We, we spoke about a lot of, um, the, you know, the, the, um, ability for the subconscious to be easily influenced. And we spoke a lot about you know, um, control groups and, and, and what can happen with hypnotism and what people can actually do. And I mean, there's stories that he was telling us of uh, people actually curing anxiety and following their dreams and, and doing things they never thought possible, public speaking and all that sort of stuff. So it's a really fascinating um, uh, episode for you guys. It was really cool. We Skype him in for Queensland. Um, our sponsors, guys, Audible. Audible is a hub of books. It is hundreds of thousands of books uh, on, a, on a single app. And the reason I love it is because uh, I get a little bit smarter every time I get through a book. And you can listen to whatever sort of book you want, nonfiction, fiction, uh, just those. <laughs> you listen to all sorts of things, guys. It's, it's such, a, such a good app. It's my favorite app. I try to get through at least a book a week. Um, and I have the uh, benefit of being able to do that whilst I'm at work. I can listen to a podcast or a book whilst I'm um, plastering. And um, it's just phenomenal team. So I really, really... Um, encourage you guys to go check out Audible. Even if, even if you're not a big reader, it's that listening is just, if not a better way to actually get yourself uh, a book in and get yourself a little bit more educated. So our offer, guys, head to www.audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF radio. You will get one free credit when you sign up for our subscription, which is $14.99 a month, and you get a free book to go along with that. So Audible Trial Team. We are also sponsored by Adventure Fit Travel. Adventure Fit Travel is a travel company for the fitness community team, but not just the fitness community. It can be anyone. We have a ton of good trips coming up for you guys. Our second Iceland trip was announced a few months back and spots are slowly filling up. I think we have about four spots available left on that one. Uh, We also have New Zealand next year, Australia, Papua New Guinea next year as well, and private trips as well. So this sounds like something you want to do. Head to www.audible, audible, fuck, adventurefittravel.com and you can receive 10% off all merchandise when you use the code word radio. Until then, guys, here is Mark Anthony. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. Welcome back to Adventure Fit Radio. We are sitting here today with Mark Anthony. Before we uh, before we throw over and welcome Mark officially into the show, as usual, we will uh, we'll start us off with a little rendition of Tommy's tribute. <laughs> Alrighty, Mark. Uh, welcome to the show, my friend. I Thank have you. been uh, playing a few uh, acoustic numbers of late, and by late I mean ever since we started the show. And um, this one is a uh, Metallica cover. It's called "Nothing Else Matters Except Mark Anthony." Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else 
that's so good. Yep, I'm killing this. I'm killing this. But yet so weird Mark Anthony is well revered He's a hypnotist but he's not feared And nothing else matters <sighs> Trust me when I say it's all real If asked he couldn't make you squeal he could even turn you into a will And nothing else matters Never cared for corporate finance Never cared for full-time desk work Hypnotism is what he wanted Well, I think that you should float it and I'm excited So close no matter how far Electric bill into doing something bizarre Even if it's saying Allahu Akbar And nothing else matters Welcome Mark what a great ceremony. Well done. Thank Very you, much. mate. <laughs> Welcome, Mark. And hello, uh, uh, Akbar. Hello, Akbar to the listeners. Yeah, we, and, uh, we got him. <laughs> yeah. we Very good. How did you do that? <laughs> Maybe he even thought he was good himself. So there you go. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, hey, Mark, thanks for coming on the show, my friend. Thanks for having me. Cool. And uh, yeah, all right. Well, why don't we start off with um, you telling us a little bit about yourself and how... You became a hypnotist. Mm. Sure, absolutely. I'm actually a, an international stage hypnotist. I, I travel the world and work on uh, five major cruise lines. I work in, I do shows in theatres, RSLs, TV, radio. Um, I perform everywhere, really. And I've also got a clinic on the Gold Coast. So I'm a certified clinical hypnotist. I've just also become an author as well. So mm. it's uh, you know it's been many many years. I've I've been doing this 16 years professionally. And I enjoy every minute of it. I don't think there's a day that goes by where I don't enjoy it. Uh, it's, you know, just being able to make people laugh with the hypnosis shows and then obviously helping them with, uh, you know, many issues, personal issues that they've got in the mm. therapy clinic. It, it's wonderful. I'm very, very fortunate that I've got a career that I absolutely love so far. Uh, it was I was always somebody that was quite, um, I suppose, uh, manipulative, but not in a in a, a – that's that probably sounds too bad. Not horrible, doesn't horrible, sound great, mate. You sound like a about yourself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was always a criminal. <laughs> yeah. That's it. No, I, I was actually a, you know, I was a, a, a young um, rogue when I was younger, and I used manipulation in many different ways to get what I wanted when I was young from from the sort of guys I used to hang around with, and uh, not in that way, of course, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, <laughs> you're making this uh, pretty rough for you, mate. <laughs> Sorry, no, of course. Not that there's, anything, not there's anything wrong with that. Yes. <laughs> That's it, exactly. And I've, I've just always had that uh, interest in hypnosis since I was probably eight years old. I saw a movie called Svengali, which was an old black and white movie many, many years ago. I grew up in a children's home for a few years, and I, I remember the movie so well. And it was about hypnotism, you know, it was a, a, an evil hypnotist, but um, it wasn't that that intrigued me, I must be honest. <laughs> it was just the fact that he was, you know, using a watch and hypnotizing people to, to do certain things. And and I just, later on in life, I got more and more into the mind. And I then realized later on in life that what I was doing in my businesses and what I was doing, when I made people feel happy and feel good about themselves. Mm. It was all manipulation. It was all suggestion, manipulation and I just found I had a, a natural way of um, hypnotizing people, and, and today, fortunately, I'm, you know, very successful in what I do. 
So I, I still enjoy every minute of it. So, so Mark, how closely related is all of the stuff you see in the in the TV shows and the movie shows, like with the watches and you are getting sleepy and how how closely related is that stuff to to the actual stuff you do to hypnotise someone? Oh, very much. Yeah, very much. And it's I, I do use a watch sometimes in therapy. I don't use it on stage because on stage you're you're looking to get people hypnotised very very quickly and uh, you know just get them to you know um, do what you need them to do on stage following your suggestions. So you, you're always getting you know asking people to leave the stage as mm. well as you know if I've got a hundred people on stage. I might end up with 70 or sometimes 60. So you, you're always going to get those that aren't going to go under deep enough and quick enough to use in the show. So um, you don't have time to use a watch on stage. But in therapy, sure enough, yeah, I use a watch. I also stare into people's eyes and put them to sleep that way. So it's, it's, very, very, it's a very powerful tool. It's a very natural tool for, for everybody. Everyone goes in and out of hypnosis every single day. We all go in and out of trance every single day. Mm. Um, hypnosis is in in between the uh, wake state and the sleep state. So we go through hypnosis to go to sleep at night. And every person, you know, even you guys all the time, you know, every person, if they're driving and they, they get home before they realize they're home and they go, oh, wow, I'm home already. That's because they went into a trance mm. and their subconscious mind got them home safely. Uh, watching TV, uh, reading a really good book. You really get engrossed into the either the TV movie or, or the book and you go into trance. So when people are calling you from, from another room and they're saying, oi, oi, uh, Bill, Tom, are you, are you listening to me? And you go, oh, and I'm sure you two do it to each other all the time. But, I don't listen to a word he says, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, our, our professional relationship doesn't really show what we are as mates. We, we had it. We're not mates. Yeah, we're not, we're not mates. I bet you're actually sitting in different places, aren't you? Now? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually Scott from the Congo. Yeah, I'm in the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, everyone goes in that trance every day. It's a, a wonderful, wonderful tool. And like I say, everyone can be hypnotised. Um, different levels. They're, they're called trance states, and some people go into a very light trance state. Some go into a very deep trance state. Uh, the only people that can't be hypnotised is people that are um, mentally ill or people that are on a lot of uh, drugs or really drunk, and that's because they can't focus properly. Mm. So um, that's so, you to straight away. Yeah, yeah. we're both. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm on heroin right yeah. now, so. <laughs> um, I, so I can help. So, Mark, so how does – the first question that comes to mind for me, and I'm sure everybody out there that's probably listening to this show, is how does it actually work? Because obviously a lot of people think that uh, hypnotists are um, con men and and it's all bullshit and and so on and so forth. I'm sure you've dealt with a lot of that over your uh, career. So tell us how scientifically like and logistically, like how do you actually hypnotize someone? What goes – what goes through the, the human uh, brain to really hand over the reins to someone like yourself? Sure, okay. It's, you, you're bypassing the critical mind. The critical mind's the one that says now, you know, if I say to you, I'm going to hypnotize you, and your critical part of your mind might go, whoa, no chance. But <laughs> once I've tapped into the subconscious mind by bypassing the critical mind, the conscious mind, that's when we, we're then, I shouldn't say in control, but then we've got a rein on you. For, for helping you in certain ways or making you do things on stage. Um, hypnosis is all self-hypnosis. And, you know, like I say, anyone can be hypnotized, um, but there's certain people that are easier than others. 25% of the nation would go into a very deep sleep and go... And when I say sleep, I don't mean... I don't mean that sort of sleep. I mean you're, you're fully aware of everything that's going on around you at all times. And... Even when I give people the suggestions on stage to do something, with their eyes closed, they're sitting there thinking, there's no way I'm going to do that. And as soon as I, one, two, three, eyes open, instantly their subconscious part of their mind kicks in and they instantly start playing a piano or ballet dance or, you know, or start smoking an imaginary joint. It's (laughs) instantly. So it's a, a very, very powerful tool and, and, with with anything you know it's like a friend of mine says well um i'm very very particular on on who i train in hypnosis and anyone that comes on my courses they have to have a police check a first aid certificate a blue card for working with children 
So there's, there's many things that I do as a um, an academy compared to anyone else. So many people will train anybody out there just for the dollar. Mm. And think it's like anything, you know, a friend of mine said, well, if you give somebody a hammer, they can either use that hammer to bash a nail in the wall or they can use it to bash somebody over the head with it. Yeah, mm. that's right. You know, it's like hypnosis. If I give somebody the tool to use it for good, if they go and use it for bad, then, uh, you know, it's it's really not good on us. Mm. Definitely definitely don't touch us. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, yeah. No, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll start bashing each other <laughs> with um, our own hammers. Hey, Mark, can I, can, I, can I bring you back again, though? Because um, – and I am a believer in um, – Hypnosis, because I I had a um, a football function many years ago, and one of the guys that was in the crowd that got up on stage was a police officer, a very very serious police officer, and the hypnotist convinced him that one of his friends in the audience had stolen his dick, <laughs> and he was acting like he had had his penis stolen. Genuine, on genuine. Oh, you and told this me guy, this. This guy was straight yes. one like straight down the line, police officer, like, and. I've seen it with my own eyes. I yeah. do believe in it. I've seen but- his cock with my own eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but I must, I must say, I, I, I didn't really understand. And I, going back to how it actually, I mean, so you've said that you, you got to get past the critical thinking mind and you access the subconscious mind. But how do you do that? It says, um, he, he, I'm looking at your website now, and it says you're a master neuro uh, linguistic programming practitioner. So yeah. can you explain a little bit deeper? Because I genuinely want to know, and I'm sure others do that. How you access the subconscious mind? Okay, well, you're accessing it by like a, an analytical person, for instance. What I would do, I'd actually get them to think of many, many different things and, and do something in particular so that I can then bypass their critical mind because they're harder to hypnotize. Mm-hmm. Um, once, I'm ta- once I'm tapped into it, as I say, I, I can pretty much get them to do anything mm. uh, within the reason. And, that, and that's why in the wrong hands it can be very dangerous. Mm. So by bypassing, you're using different voice tonality, you're using different um, suggestions, uh, aversion techniques, you, you can use, uh, you know, and, and diversion techniques. So you, you're always using different methods to put different people under. So when somebody does a stage show, and obviously not every hypnotist can do a stage show, that's the thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the hypnotherapist will gently relax you and put you into a trance. Whereas a stage hypnotist is very commanding and very demanding that you go to sleep. And, and you're basically um, following his instructions, his suggestions all the time. So if he's lowering his voice, for instance, and my voice is the only important thing to you from now on, that's then obviously instantly your subconscious part of your mind went, oh, hang on, hang on, what, what happened there? His voice went lower. And although you might not, not notice it consciously, subconsciously it notices well, by that time, you're basically adding things like the click of the fingers, and then you're basically getting them into that position where you're then bypassing the critical mind because it's thinking of other things, and then you're tapping into the subconscious by doing that. Are you uh, hypnotizing me now, mate? Because my uh, my appendage is rising, irrespective of my ability to uh, control that. So I'm, <laughs> I'm having about. <laughs> uh, it, and that's it. You know, it's like Skype. The the thing is, some some hypnotists use Skype to hypnotize people. Really? In the oh, absolutely. But to me, I will only hypnotize people on Skype if they've had sessions with me. And I'll give you a prime example why, if you've got time, because it's very important that people understand how dangerous it can be in the wrong hands. Yeah. Um, a guy emailed me once, and I'm so protective for, for this profession. A guy emailed me and he said, look, I've been um, learning off of YouTube hypnosis, and I've been hypnotizing a girl in Canada. This was an Australian guy. Oh, shit. He said, I've been hypnotizing a girl in Canada, and I've done it quite a few times with her, and, you know, it's all been good. But now she's the Skype thing ended. She ended the Skype session. She was crying her eyes out. I think I've opened a can of worms about her childhood. And he said, you know, what do I do? So because I I grew up in a, a very rough environment, sometimes that, that London Londoner in me comes out and mm. I just said, you stop pissing around with it. You get her in to see somebody who's a certified clinical hypnotist, not somebody that's been messing around with it on the internet. Yeah. You get her sorted out. I said, you've now opened a can of worms that is so dangerous to her mentally. And so that's the sort of thing you're doing. You know, there's been, if you if you look at hypnosis gone wrong on YouTube, you'll see some 
complete idiots just playing with it. Jeez. And see them, you know, a guy wheeled off the stage in his wheelchair. So, you know, there's people that are pulling people backwards and they're banging their head on the floor and it just in the wrong hands is so ridiculous. Mm, mm, Very offended. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Um, Surely there would be some classic, classic hypnosis going wrong videos on YouTube though. There are. There are. The The wheelchair one's one of the ones that sticks in my head so much. I mean, the guy was... He was a stage hypnotist, and, and safety to me for my volunteers is the number one thing. On a mm. ship, I can have 120 people on stage sometimes, and I'm the only person on that stage that's watching. My eyes are like eagle eyes, just watching everybody. So I, you know, the, the safety factor to me is huge. And the, the hypnotist in this particular video obviously had no safety factor. There was no safety involved. He just obviously it was a. You know, and, and every stage hypnotist has to have an ego. I will mm. tell it doesn't have to be a huge ego, but it, they've got to have an ego to perform mm. anyway. Um, so this guy, obviously, his, his ego was bigger than these safety factors, and uh, there was no safety in place. And he, he said something about, you know, everybody will dance, and this guy in his wheelchair just wheeled straight <laughs> off the stage and bang. So, <laughs> yeah, oh, not- shit. But on the positive side, he cured his paraplegia. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, so, um, um, uh, so, so, Mark, um, when you um, when you've got people up on stage who are non-believers, because when I did the uh, when the the, the guy uh, was at the at my football club, um, yeah. I'm sure you know him actually. It was Rowan Rowan Gazard. Um, yes. Oh yeah, bizarre Gazard. Yeah, very yeah. good. Yes. Yeah, 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 very hilarious guy, like real showman stuff. I got up there and I wasn't having any of it. Oh, yeah. I couldn't get couldn't get hypnotized. So you guys have to filter those people out straight away. So there's like everyone on stage is kind of believers. Is so that how you figure it out? You, did he? No, no, yeah, I sat up there. I sat up there and it just didn't Remember, work for me. Yeah, see what you've done though. You've gone on stage saying this isn't going to happen to me. Yep. I, I always say to people, look, if you if you've been sitting there saying to your friends, "Well, I'm going up just to prove you can't hypnotise me," then there's no point coming up. No. If you're a sceptic then I always welcome you on stage because sceptics go under much quicker right. because they don't expect it to happen. Wow. So if I have got a sceptic on stage, which I have in nearly every show, I've got many sceptics up there, it's great because after the show they'll say, well, I was a complete sceptic. I've seen it on TV and I've seen you do this on YouTube and I just didn't ever, ever think it would happen to me. And they're, you know, they're dancing around like a, a chicken or a ballerina <laughs> and, and you know, it's wonderful when you've got skeptics because then you've got believers again yeah but the people that go up fighting it no you're right it's not going to happen yeah. and so so mark like we've uh we've all seen the stuff on stage and on talent on australia's got talent and all that sort of stuff about you know people being transformed to chickens and, and dancing and all that sort of stuff but like what are some of the the, the genuinely beneficial sort of health um, um, things that hypnotherapy can can really help with. That was a really bizarre way of answering the question. Starting the question. <laughs> <laughs> good yeah. question, though. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, what stop smoking, lose weight? I I deal with all sorts of things: anxiety, stress, sleep issues. Today, it's um, a guy with a, a sexual issue. It's you know I've got females with orgasmia, and you've got to you've got to understand there's some serious, although they might sound quite amusing to us, you know, premature ejaculation. And- <laughs> we, are, we are secretly, me and Tommy are secretly giggling I'm afraid I don't understand the sentence "sexual issue." Like, and then I, I and then I heard orgasmia. Yeah, that's right, orgasmia. Like, that sounds great, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> orgasmia. He's in corporate finance. People that can't orgasm is a, a huge thing Ooh. to a lot of people. And yeah. you can unlock that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're not. I mean, are we talking? Uh, how much? How much? How much hummus are we, uh, are we talking? How much, how much time do you need to tell for it? Yeah. Oh, shit. I can't, a, I can't figure out what service we're paying for here. <laughs> it's a, a very serious problem, though, to a lot of people. And, and although I'm, you know, sitting here laughing with you about it, when they're in front of you with that serious issue of, you know, erection problems, premature ejaculation and orgasmia, they're, they're huge to those particular people. So... You know, to help them resolve it is the most wonderful feeling. You know, to um, to see somebody go away that's been smoking for ten years, twenty years, fifty years, and they go away as happy non-smokers. 
it's wonderful to see somebody lose a lot of weight, to see somebody start sleeping better. Sports people, you know, most top sports people use hypnosis. They've got a sports hypnotist or a, a sports psychologist. Yeah. So, because everyone needs their mind kept on track. You, you two know it's all about mindset. Yeah, you no, absolutely. Your, yeah, it's all about your mindset. If you've got a negative mindset, you're going nowhere. You have a positive and a confident mindset, you're going to do it. Yeah. Can I ask, um, just obviously uh, when you've got someone on stage and you're, you're making them bark like a chicken or, you know, something really bark silly. Bark like a chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Yeah. But, um, but in, 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 all, in all seriousness, if it's, if it's uh, on stage where you, you only need to control um, the person's uh, the person's kind of thoughts and subconscious for a short amount of time for a, for a stage performance. How does it differ to do something like, you know, quit smoking, change their diet, um, things of this nature that are much longer term? I, I, feel like, I feel like in my mind, I'm looking at Inception, mm. the movie, you know, where you go into someone's subconscious into their dreams and obviously you rewrite their dreams and then they they have those thoughts that will continue on in their waking life. Mm. That's what I'm thinking. Mm. And I'm just... I'm just a, well, well that, I should be a hypnotist. Said, and that's because you've got what you do when you when you start, if you want to say dreaming or, or imagining that you can't do something, you're not going to do it. Yeah. So once you once you adjust that, once you amend it and actually then get the what you're doing, you're building brand new neuro pathways every time. Mm-hmm. So even if it's negative or positive, your subconscious mind doesn't know if it's wrong or right. It just knows what you're feeding it. So if you feed it negative, oh, I'm overweight. Oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. You're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yes. The subconscious mind thinks it can do anything. So once somebody's under hypnosis, it thinks it can do anything. If I say you can lift a thousand pound in weight, you can lift a thousand pound in weight. Your subconscious mind thinks that you can lift a thousand pound in weight. It doesn't have. It, it won't say no to anything. Yeah. And that's the great thing about subconscious. You. It's so powerful and it believes it can do anything. It's only the critical mind, the fight or flight mind, that gets in the way. So, so, yeah. so if you get past that and you tap into the part of the mind that believes it can do anything, you, you're then basically building brand new neuro pathways like Inception, which, which obviously is, although that is um, obviously slightly different on TV, but you, you're basically doing the same thing and then you're reinforcing it. With suggestions, so every day, and I might say something at the end of a session, like every time you see the color blue, those wonderful positive suggestions will be reinforced into uh, the mind. So what, every time they see blue, instantly the subconscious mind is reinforcing them. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because it's yeah. just like any skill. It's like new. strengthening neurological pathways is what obviously you do when you're training for any sort of sport or any skill or anything in. In life, so I totally, I totally get that, and then I wasn't sure how it connected with like, um, yeah, with with continuing it long term. So, so you just build something in there that'll uh, that'll make them just always be reinforcing that pathway, so it gets stronger and stronger and stronger till it's the default pathway. Absolutely, Absolutely. It takes it takes twenty one days for the subconscious mind to turn something into a subconscious habit. Right, and that's what it does. So, and that's by listening and reinforcing it daily. So every day, it, and obviously it doesn't work for every single thing. If you say I'm going to be a millionaire in 21 days, yeah. then obviously the, even the subconscious mind is going to go, that's bullshit. <laughs> so yeah. it's, you know, there's some things it won't be able to do in 21 days. But if, if a sports person says, okay, I'm going to do that time in 21 days, and, and they're already a good sports person, obviously, a, a runner or something, then in 21 days, the subconscious mind will do everything it can to work towards that target or goal. Yeah. It becomes focused purely on that target or goal. So it then becomes a subconscious habit. Um, a prime example of that is my little girl's just learning to do shoelaces up. And it's obviously the scoop, the loop, and, and now she's she's doing it fine. She's now not even looking around. She's just, you know, oh, sorry, she's just looking around at anything now and just doing it automatically because it's now a subconscious habit. And that's what we do. And, and that's the same with, with anybody, a smoker. They're not addicted to the nicotine most of the time. They're addicted to the habit because that's what they've done. They've built up a subconscious habit in their yes. mind. They automatically do it. And that that's what a, um, you know, that's that's how we learn certain things. 
So Inception, really, I know it's a far-fetched movie in some respects, but it's actually the way it works. So what, as a certified clinical hypnotist, mm-hmm. um, what do you see most commonly? I, I'd assume smoking would be the most common. What are the, what are the most common things that people come to you for and what are the like, success rates of these things? You know, what do people walk away with normally? Uh, stop smoking. I've, I've actually developed my own method, which is called the Simply Easy Method. And I've got, if I go on the money back guarantee that I offer, I've got a 98% success rate. Shit. Wow. And that's, that's because, insane. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. But it's, it's a three hour seminar. It's not just come in, close your eyes, and you hypnotize them because everyone's so different. Every smoker has a reason or an excuse to carry on smoking. And I used to be a 30 day smoker. Yeah. So we've all got reasons and excuses to carry on smoking. I break all those reasons and excuses down, for instance, and then we'll do the hypnosis part at the end of the seminar, and that's obviously reinforcing it. The weight loss, I do a lot of weight loss, and again, it's all uh, focus and targets. You set yourself targets and goals, and you know, it's like anything. You, you can either make it easy on yourself by not doing it, or you can go through that slight uphill battle sometimes and do it. And that's, that's what we're looking for all the time. So, yeah, you're right. Stop smoking, lose weight are two of the biggest. Sleep issues is another one, and confidence. They're huge as well. And I love helping people with those things. You know, it's the most wonderful feeling to watch them walk away and be more confident, lose weight, happy non smoker. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And so, Mark, why is it still then like thought of as a, uh, as a, uh, a, a, what's the word fringe science yeah like, like a fringe sort of pseudoscience then well it's because you've got to remember when you sit on TV it looks like the hypnotist is controlling everything that person does mm. and although they are in a sense what you've got to remember is it's, it takes a, you know that it's like um, certain hypnotists on TV and even when I've been on TV if I hypnotise someone They've already pre-hypnotized before the TV airs. So once the show's on and I just say, well, yes. sleep, they're already pre-hypnotized anyway. So yes. but it's more powerful for the TV. Um, many, many people use hypnosis every day. Advertising companies, hypnotic language, you know, mm-hmm. religious cults. Many, many people use hypnotic language. And that's the problem nowadays because many people, especially many religions, they think it's the occult. But what they're, you know, what many followers don't understand of those religions is that they're being hypnotised every time that that uh, that certain person who's uh, up there talking to them is uh, is talking. So it's just suggestion. It's hypnotic language, and we all use it in everyday life. Every mm. day. So, so some of these like um, some of these leaders like uh, who's the guy from the um, book of the Mormon Church? Uh, oh, the, uh, I know who you're talking uh, about. Uh, oh, Jacob John Smith. You mean the, the start of the guy who started Oh, look, look for, for example, some of these, yeah. Uh, no, I was talking about the guy jo- that's Joseph on the, Smith. Yeah, no, I was talking about the, oh. the guy uh, at the moment from the, the Mormon movie. Colin McGregor. Uh, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> just basically my question was like, um, how do people, um, what's an example of like how to talk to somebody that will be in a hypnotic state? Obviously, like prime examples are like Adolf Hitler, um, obviously, I mean, was he somebody that would probably use that language? People talk about the fact that Donald Trump, um, in all of his speeches, plants oh, I see what you're plants subconscious um, subconscious ways for people to think, and he's actually yeah. uh, a master. It's at- propaganda and it's suggestion. Yeah. And- yeah. So how do like so how do these advanced leaders or these these leaders of cult like movements, like you say, when you say hypnotic language? What do you mean by that? Suggestion stuff. Well, again, do you remember I said earlier about lowering the tone of my voice for yep. certain sleep that I use? Mm-hmm. And those type of words, when I lower my voice, is that then I just basically lower the voice so the subconscious mind picks up on it. If you watch any of the leaders, yes, any of the parliamentary candidates, any of the parliamentary leaders, even here, you know, even the people here, Rudd and... Blair, they all use hypnotic language. Donald Trump use it. Yes, he does. So do all the others that that um, ran for president. It's all yeah. fake news. It's all fake news. It's all fake news. <laughs> billions and billions of fake news. <laughs> and it's, they would have their speeches written by somebody that's very, very good at NLP or hypnotic language. And they have to be because that's how you get people to to listen to you. Like I said, religious leaders, absolutely, many of them, cults. 
hypnotic language purely. You know, some of the bigger ones, um, the the bigger uh, like Scientology. Mm. Yeah, that's the way, well, that's what I was looking for. Scientology, uh, right. not, not Mormon. Scientology. Yes, yeah, but the yeah. new guy, the guy that's at the front, at the top now, the top guy that's groups. in the. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Or if, if you actually, there's um, there's a lot on the internet about them, and yep. you know, everyone to their own. I've I've got no, uh, I'm not bagging anybody, but it's hypnotic language. Benny, yes. well, you know, one of the greatest evangelists out there. Mm. If you watch some of my shows, I pull backwards people all the time and push them backwards into somebody else's arms. It, it's hypnosis. Yes, you're building up that trance state in people. And and then the moment they're in that frenzy, you just say sleep, and you're just hitting them, and they're out. That's when these obviously these so-called uh, you know people that are doing work for somebody else up there. That's mm. uh, when they'll tell you it's all in the name of something else, and and you know again that's their own belief. But those mm. people that they've just hypnotised are in full belief that they've just been cured. Yeah, so so Adolf Hitler was like he was very famous for. There's a specific speech that I that I went and saw and um, just when I was studying history, and yeah. he actually waited until there was complete silence in this room of of probably thousands of people, complete silence, and then he started speaking very very quietly to make sure people really had to tune in to listen to him. And what he also did was plant people at different corners of the room so that they'd start clapping. At, at points that he wanted them to clap, and then people would just habitually start start clapping oh, just to yeah. just, and then it would just bring in all that sort of suggestion stuff. But Benny Hill, mate, Benny Hill's a fascinating one. I thought I, I was gonna, Hill. yeah, Benny, Benny Hill or Benny Hinn? Sorry, Benny Benny Hill. Benny Hill is the. Oh, sorry. Yes, yes, that's so true. That's right. Sorry. Yes. No, I'm talking about the evangelical fundamentalist. Um, yeah. So, so when you when you look at something like that, is there is there kind of like we we touched on on how dangerous this can be before, but do you think there's there's any sort of danger in spreading this sort of evangelical approach to religion? Basically, through the, the the suggestion of if hypnotherapy, like, do, do you reckon he truly believes that he is getting the power of God through him, or do you think he just kind of thinks that he's just a really good hypnotherapist? hypnotherapist. Oh, I'm sure he believes that. Like I say, look, there's there's everyone to their own beliefs, and and I'm sure he truly believes that he's he's been sent by the big man above or the mm. big lady above, whoever's up there, you know. So, um. Yeah, I, I do believe that they, you know, many of them truly believe that. But when I look at, to me, when I look at some some a, a religion like that, and I look at all the billions of dollars oh. that, that they've got, because they they use, um, well, you've got to remember that they sometimes they use scare tactics. If you ever listen to some Definitely. of those, I'm not saying him in particular. I'm just saying certain groups. Yes, use scare tactics like you know, well. If you leave this religion, you do realise that God will probably punish you by giving you cancer, mm. and and that is, you know, that's how they work. You know, many of them use that, and it's such a shame because they've got them into the into that particular group or religion or cult or whatever by using hypnotic language, by using that sort of method. You know, if you give us a thousand dollars, then you know the the Lord or whoever is going to you know, rid you of that cancer that you've got or mm. he's going to open the gates up to you once you get up there. And it's uh, it's such a shame that they use that type of language and that type of um, suggestibility on people to, to basically take money from them. Totally. Well, that's uh, one of the reasons why I'm not really into religion, institutionalized religion at all, because there's so much like, if you don't do this or if you do this, this will happen. And, and obviously I'm only talking about, you know, with respect to, Many sort of religions that are just based on pure spirituality, but uh, yeah. it's that institutionalized religion that's very much like this will happen and this will happen. It's like, come on, mate, I'm just, I'm just an Aussie baller. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really. I was brought up Catholic mm. um, because my dad's Italian, but apart from that, no, I, I'm probably the same. You know, there's, I'm sure there's many, many um, higher beings out there, mm. but I certainly can't sit here and say there's only one. Yeah, um, exactly. Yep. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, it's used in many of those things, though. You know, many, many religions, many cults, many everyday things. You know, it's why why you guys have, you know, you know, buy certain clothes, for instance, or certain shoes, or certain cars, because yeah. it's it's all instilled in you that that particular clothing or that particular car is the best one to buy. 
Yeah, it's crazy. The whole world just works works on uh, marketing and suggestion. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Hey, hey, Mark, I got a um, got another question for you. Um, that I wanted to to get out because we know we got to go to six from six pretty soon and then get you out of here. But um, I wanted to know, like, uh, so people with um, people with traumas that may have happened in their past, um, uh, people with um, self image issues things of this nature do you deal with any of that and if so how do you approach people that come to you with um with personal issues like that that want to get it hypnotized out of them sure yeah i, I deal with lots and lots and lots of those types of things um so a prime example of those sorts of things again like i said to you we believe anything especially if somebody if some if we look up somebody we believe a lot of what they're saying so when we're younger, you know, if somebody keeps telling us, well, you, you know, you, you're so ugly, you're, you're just an ugly kid. God, I don't know how you come out of that womb. Or you're just so ugly. You, that sort of thing sticks to some kids. Although it might not stick to me or you, it, it will stick to certain other mm. people. So instantly you can The ugly, the ugly bastards. Yeah, yeah, the <laughs> ugly ones. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. Thanks for radio. Sorry, Mark. Continue on. When I come out instead. <laughs> uh, so it, and again, you see, the mind believes it in certain people. The subconscious mind will start believing it. Then it will keep watering it and keep layering it through yeah, life. Totally. But then you start to believe you've got a body issue, or you've got, you know, an issue with the way you look, or, um, you know, that you're overweight. And hence the reason certain people come to see me for any of those things, and I treat a lot of people. And see, under hypnosis, you've got to remember also all of your senses are heightened. So once you're hypnotized and all your senses are heightened, it's easier to make you start believing that you, you're better looking, that you're actually a good-looking guy, that you're unique, that you're, you know, you're not overweight. It's because mm. all your senses are so heightened, then they'll start to believe it and take it on board. And when you're talking about this stuff that you do with people, um, I mean, c- comparing yourself to a psychologist, like obviously there's some very um, slippery slopes, I would imagine. Like how do, you, um, how do you make sure that what you're saying to these certain people that might have um, pretty heavy issues deep down, how do you make sure that you're, you know, you're not overstepping your boundary in that regard? Um, do you, did you have to do any special training to deal with these sort of cases? Mm. Like Tommy, for example, wants to help people in uh, mental health, but like you're obviously, you're doing a, what's it, what's it called? A counseling diploma. A, a counseling diploma. Yeah. A, a, the very first step so he can deal with people. Like yes. did you have to cover off any bases in that regard? Like how do you, yeah. yeah. People with mental health issues, we, we won't actually go there. Uh, yeah. We would put them onto a trained psychologist or gotcha. psychiatrist or somebody else that's fully trained up in that area. Yes. And any hypnotist that takes them on has really got to be trained in that area. And if they're not, then they shouldn't be taking them on. Yeah. yeah. So, no doubts about it. You shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. And so well, but what about answer. people that come to you with sort of um, confidence issues or anxiety issues and, and things like that? Is there is there kind of like a, a degree of severity of which you, you sort of assess them on? Or? No, not so. When they come to us, I always get them to fill out the, the forms that I get them to fill out. Actually, say you know, have you have you spoke to your doctor to make sure it's okay to come here and use hypnosis? Mm. Really, you've only got to go on their word. It's like if I said to either of you two, well, you know, come in and see me, and, and you don't write down on your form that you've got mental health issues. I'm not going to know that. Yeah, you know, it's all about you being honest, and I say that to every client that I get. You be honest with me, and we can fix the issue. Yeah not honest with me then you might as well leave now totally because it's all about being honest once you're honest oh we can go back to this life or past life or wherever we take you to get rid of the issue and there are come to us for past life regression and things as well because some things don't happen in this life they might have happened in the womb or a past life so we, we take them back to past lives on many many cases yeah, and I guess one final thing I wanted to ask you, uh, Mark, before we move into six from six, is have you personally ever yourself been hypnotised, and, and what happened? Yeah, absolutely. I, I was. Uh, it took me six times to be hypnotised in Las Vegas by the the state hypnotists out there, and again purely and simply because I was thinking, I knew what they were doing, I was thinking about it too much. So it took me six times, and by that time I'd already hypnotised hundreds of thousands of people. Well, wow. 
Um, with hypnotherapy, I've got uh, two people that I use to hypnotize me using therapy, and that's only because it's always good to keep your mind on track. Yes. And yes, I do self-hypnotize, but it's much better if you've got somebody else doing it for you. It's mm. interesting. Cool. Um, all right. Well, Mark, should we go to uh, – we've got our normal finisher, uh, which is six from six. We know we've got to get you out of here. So do you have time for three questions from me, three questions from Tommy to wrap it up? Absolutely. Let's do it. All righty. So uh, my first question, my friend, is your favorite travel destination on the planet, somewhere you've been that you just love to recommend to other people? I, I love Las Vegas. Um, and it's not because of the gambling. I don't gamble, but for the shows, I just love the ambience, the atmosphere. So Las Vegas. Cool. No worries. And uh, my next question, similar vein, but uh, your dream destination, somewhere that you haven't been that's absolute top of your bucket list? Uh, I really want to go to India. I've got a thing yeah. about it for some reason. Yeah, definitely. That's actually uh, right up there for me as well. Is it? Yeah, great yeah, place. What, 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 what makes you want to go to India, you think? or just, just a certain attraction to it. I've really got an attraction to India for some reason. I don't know what it is. And um, my, my wife wants to go to Madagascar as one of her dream travel destinations. But in my head, it's always, always said India. I don't know what. You know what, uh, you know what Mark? You should, have you read Shantaram, the book Shantaram? Shantaram, no. You should, uh, you should read. It's my favorite uh, book. One of our guests uh, a couple of weeks ago was also mentioned it as his fa- all-time favorite book. It's set in India, and that, yeah. that's what made me want to go to India. And if you already want to go to India, read Shantaram, and you'll, you'll book a ticket, I'm telling you. It's, yes. great, it's a great read. So um, that actually segues nicely into my next question, which is, which is about books. And that is, uh, do you have any books that you'd like to recommend to people? They can be uh, any sort of genre um, that you like to pass that's- on. Yes, absolutely. I, I came from a very, very bad background and to get my mindset in the right place, I started reading quotes and things. And one of the very first books I ever started reading was The Magic of Thinking Big. Mm. A great book, fantastic. Um, another one, I, I went to a seminar many, many years ago and a guy, Peter Spann, Australian guy, and it was called his book's called Wealth Magic. And it's just a great, inspiring book. And... Those those really are two of the best books I've read, without a doubt. Beautiful, Tommy. Hey, uh, Mark. What do you like to do when you have some spare time or when you have some downtime? I've got four kids. So I love to spend time with my kids, my wife, and I love to read. I like reading a lot. So um, Shantaran is de- definitely going to be on my bucket list to get that soon. Beautiful. And I love just going out for drives. We just go out for a drive and. Family to me is is huge because I didn't have a lot of that when I was young, so mm. it's pretty big to me. Question one A: Do you ever <laughs> hypnotise your family? <laughs> no, I, I make it a rule never to hypnotise family or really good friends. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I can't imagine you'd have many close friends if you kept hypnotising them all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two, mate. Um, who is someone you look up to, or someone that inspires you? Um. There's there's never really been anyone I look up. I, I like a, a guy called Paul McKenna as a hypnotist. Um, again, can I say three people? Is it the three people you're talking about? Or no, you, no, no, no. Uh, that comes next, my friend. Don't get too excited. Don't get too excited. <laughs> <laughs> Premature, you see. Yeah, that, that's, that's right. <laughs> so I look up. No, it's really bizarre, isn't it? I, I look up to people that um, probably in the same field. So other hypnotists I look up to. Paul McKenna, he's a great hypnotist. Yeah, definitely. Cool. And uh, finally, my friend, here we go. Okay. If you could invite three people to dinner, dead or alive, who would they be and why? Uh, well, one of them's definitely Winston Churchill, and that's because, I've, like I said, I've gone through very rough um, life until uh, many years ago. But he, he had a quote, and it's, um, if you're going through hell, just keep going. And I abide by that quote all the time. It's, mm. a, it's one of the quotes that if I'm going through a really rough time with anything, I just instantly think of that quote and I keep going. So definitely Winston Churchill. Mm. Um, Peter Spann, the, the guy that I was just talking about, and I've, I've got no links to him at all apart from the fact that I've read his book and seen his seminar. Uh, fantastic guy. So Peter Spann is a motivational speaker in Australia. And definitely Richard Branson. I did. Oh, yeah worked for Richard Branson many, many years ago, and he's the most wonderful, wonderful guy. Mm. I'm actually reading uh, The Virgin Way by Richard Branson at the moment, and it's the most 
epic book because out of all the business leaders that I've read about or listened to or know anything about, he's the one that just resonates with me. Mm. Everything that he says and does is um, just bang, bang on how – there's many different ways to be successful, but bang on how I – You want like to you want be a virgin. I, 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 like to, I like to do things. I, I, like, I love his outlook on everything. Most incredible guy, and I'll just very quickly tell you this. I went to a, a staff party of his many years ago. He spent over three million pounds on this staff party. He had everything there in his in this. This was in his um, in his garden at his country home. He every single person that got off the bus, and there was about two and a half thousand people. It was a boiling hot day, probably eighty degrees, and in the UK that's hot. Yeah. And he stood there and shook hands with every single person that got off that bus. Shit. Amazing guy. Amazing, amazing guy. So, yeah, please, when, he, when you read his books, they're phenomenal. Mm. So, yeah. please, yeah. Mm. Couldn't wow. agree more. Well, Mark, that was great. Finally, mate, where can, uh, where can people find you and anything you want to plug? Your social medias, now is the time, my friend. Fanta, I appreciate that very much. If they want hypnosis, hypnotist com.au is my hypnotist website. I would love people that are going through a hard time or that have been through a hard time to go to my new book. It's called The Rogue Hypnotist. It's theroguehypnotist.com. And they can get a free copy of my book and see what I went through in life to come out the other side and, and move onwards and upwards. It's a awesome. very inspiring book. Beautiful. Well, Mark, that was, uh, that was legendary, mate. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you, gentlemen. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thanks a lot, Mark, and uh, that's a wrap. Alrighty, team, hope you enjoyed that show. As always, give us a rating review on iTunes, helps us climb the ladder. If there was anything that we said that you enjoyed or wanted to have a listen to again or follow up with some uh, extra information on, head to uh, adventureforttravel.com, guys. Head to the radio tab, click on the episode that you listened to, this one obviously being that one. And you can have a look at all the links at the bottom of the page that take you to the stuff that we were talking about. Guys, head to Audible, www.audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF radio. You will get one free credit when you sign up to their monthly subscription, $40.99. Tons of trips coming up with Adventure Fit Travel, guys. Head to www.adventurefittravel. Get 10% off all merch when you use the code word radio. And uh, guys, keep spreading the Adventure Fit Radio love. Until next week, bye-bye for now.